Well, ladies and gentlemen, tonight on the podcast, you know, we're going to just have just a, a conversation and just a little encouragement uh, to the brothers and sisters in the community. Now, as you see, the title is something that's very, very important. And I do want to discuss with a lot of you because what it is in America, a lot of us at times could be pressured to start to get away from when we have something that is centered for our community, whether our community here in America or our community globally. And when we have something that has a good message and we say, you know what? I want to dedicate that message to our community because our community needs it due to what we have been through uh, in America, in our neighborhoods or what we've been through throughout the world and we are growing and we're trying to, you know, do our best to have a spirit of excellence. Of course, other groups of people will start to pay attention to that and watch. And that's fine because you live in the same country. I always say truth have no bearing on uh, a person's uh, community, religion, etc. Correct. Well, there was something recently come up and I wanted to address this because I want to make this perfectly clear for everyone who could be listening. So I received a message from a, um, you know, one of the folks, it, it was, it was a lady and she asked me a question and she says in the, the question, everything that you, you make, is it just for black people? So I remember that actually when I was out in Chicago and shout out to Chicago, I just come back to Chicago doing a series of interviews. Uh, with, with definitely some brothers and sisters out there and oh boy, I, well, I got an eye for an earful about Chicago, but she asked me this question. I remember telling brother Sharif and you know who brother Sharif is. He is, um, you know, our videographer and you know, so when we travel, you know, it's me and him, you know, traveling, doing what we got to do. So I showed brother Sharif that I said, look, look what this woman told me. So I say, you know, he said, man, I wouldn't even respond. I said, oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to respond to it because I want her to expound what she means. So I just sent back a bunch of question marks. So then she responds to say, well, because I always see you talk about black people and why, why can't you talk about everybody? Because, you know, in the army, I was around other people or whatever, and everybody's important. And I just think you're prejudiced because you only talk about black people. So I responded at the time and I told her, did you send this message to Telemundo? Now, the reason why I asked her that question is because Telemundo, Univision, just the first thing I can pop up. If you look at their network, even if you don't understand Spanish, they're talking about Hispanics all day, day in, day out. Their commercials are in Spanish. Their commercials feature their people, their news, their novellas, now, all of that featuring their people. I take no issue with Telemundo doing that. That's their community. They're serving their community. But when it comes to us as the black community and when we're doing the same thing, no different than Telemundo is doing, we are serving our community. We're featuring our community. We're talking about politics that could be affecting our community. We could be talking about family. We could be talking about economics, all different things that's affecting our community. Them folks have a, a, a thing about trying to get into our spaces. And when they want to get into our spaces, it's not that they want to get into it to learn something because they're not getting it from their community. 
I always told you when the folks come around you, they're coming to try to colonize because they have been raised not to come underneath the leadership of black people. Think about some of the jobs you have had. Some of the most difficult people that you had to supervise as a black supervisor or black team leader will be them folks because they have a program in their minds from their household that they supposed to be in charge. They supposed to tell you what to do. You supposed to listen to them. You supposed to seek their validation. So when we have spaces that we create for our community and we don't value them like that, we don't really look to them for anything. We're not prioritizing them. They start to look at you a lot more. How many times have you heard me say in my podcast or different places I've done content when I say, I know you're watching, I know you're listening is because they are, they cannot stay away from spaces for our community. They can't, we can clearly say like, for instance, my one channel, African diaspora news channel. It's kind of clear who I'm talking to, right? They're there. I have another channel, the black congregation, which is another news channel that I have. I'm mostly featured there, but I'm starting to slowly add people there too to build up a new team on the black congregation. Now, if you're a person that is news reporting, you like to get involved with something like that possibly, and you think you can be a contributor on the black congregation channel and do something great there. If you would like, like sister Demetria and Juan Gale and things like that. Hey, we are definitely open uh, to seeing people come to the black congregation. You know, our contributor program is a paid program. It's not nothing free 99. I don't let nobody put content on no platform of ours and don't give you a cut of revenue. No, that's wrong. Right. But they take issue because they feel that they must colonize every space that we have. It don't matter. Even if it's something degenerate or whatever, they want to come in and colonize. And when they try to do that and you stand and say, no, you're not coming in here doing that. You have all these different spaces belong to you. You own them all. The little bit that we do have to serve in our community, you want to come in and try to colonize that too? No, you're not going to do that. If you want to enjoy what we do, you sit down, you listen, you can leave a comment like anybody else, and that's it. You're not the priority. You're not the focus. We don't need your validation at all. We don't. And because we do talk about you in relation to the harm that you have done historically all the way up until now, yes, we're going to continue to talk about you till you make it right. Period. That's what it is what it is. We don't even be talking about them a lot of times and they still going to show up and try to inject themselves into our mix. No matter what it is. I told you before, no matter where we go, they're going to follow. You could say, let me go over here to the South where my people at, they're going to be right there with you. You can go to other countries if you want. They're going to be on the plane with you. It don't matter. They always trying to follow behind black folk, but I'm going to make this perfectly clear who I am talking to all the time in our commentaries and our focus. It is centered for our community because we don't have many outlets that center our community. I told you, I'm not trying to cross over. I'm not looking for any of that because you know what? Before I got to this position, none of y'all supported me. Let's talk about that. The folks y'all don't never supported me. Y'all never gave me a dime. Y'all never did crap. 
for me. You know who supported me? My community. You know who donated to me? My community. You know who works with me? My community here in America and even in the continent of Africa, right? It's been my community. All my, the majority of my support is my community. See, I'm not like the Democrat party where I'm going to throw away my base, which would be the black American community with voting and then try to go after you. No, no, no. I'm going to take care of my base. I'm going to cater to my base because they the one that support me period. And because they support me, everything I'm doing is going to be for them, not you. Cause you don't support me like that. You never have, and you never will. And that's fine because I got my community. Now I meet people of all communities that enjoy what we do and I'm happy to meet them. I meet them in airports. I meet them in any places that, that I may go of all communities. Right. But understand what I do is centered in our community. I make no apologies about that because you make no apologies when you have platforms that center for your community and you make sure to engage in propaganda against my community. And we have to defend against and go on the offensive against the media that's out here who are aligned with white supremacy. So no, you're not going to come here and colonize if this is not an all lives matter platform, sorry, it's not. This is a black lives matter platform. And I'm not talking about the organization at all. I don't support no BLM, but I mean that I, what we got going on matters because nobody else is going to talk about it. Just come back to Chicago. Y'all are out there demonizing brothers and sisters in Chicago every freaking day. Y'all not getting the real story. Y'all not hearing it from people on the ground. What's really going on? All y'all saying is, oh, look at the violence in Chicago. Oh, look at this and that and the third. But y'all never say actually who's the actual victims. Y'all never say that. How do you know it was a black person that got shot? You know, Hispanics get shot. Whites get shot. All kinds of different people get shot, right? But you always want to put a label on our brothers and sisters in Chicago. Why? The reason why the white supremacists do that is so they can justify harming our brothers and sisters in Chicago economically, which they are harming black people economically. And you're going to hear that in the interview series of interviews. I'm going to post when I start posting my African diaspora, they're harming them physically. They doing all kinds of things. Even on the education side, they trying to harm our children by removing straight laced black men out of schools that have helped our children get on a straight, straight and narrow, get away from gang activity, get away from the, 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 the pimping and whoring and all of that. Right. Because you know, a good sister or brother can set one, of our children straight. They can't set our children straight because they don't even relate to our community. So the, so one thing I'm never going to do is prioritize the folks. That's not going to happen. So don't send me those kind of messages because I'm going to block you. I'm gonna let you know right up front. You're not my priority. My community is my priority. Anybody that come work with us, they have to understand the mission. The mission is the community. It's not the folks. And everybody who work with us understand that when you come in here, it's not nuance. It's not, well, are they really doing? No, 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 no. We are front with it. We straightforward and we loud and we proud about what we try to do for our community. Now to the second aspect of what we want to get to here. 
The folks can't stand to see you win. What do I mean by that? You know, in our history, the folks have never liked to see us have anything more than them. We can go back to the famous Black Wall Street. Remember, when they built Black Wall Street, they told the black people at that time, hey, you can't even live around us. You better go somewhere else. And they went somewhere else, actually in Native American territory, and built Black Wall Street on their own. They pulled themselves up by their bootstraps. They built, they sweated, and they had things way better than the folks. Remember, when they came back from World War I, the white supremacists saw how black people were living. They was in poverty. And they look over and say, how is it that we are in poverty and the N-words are living in mansions? Listen, that's always been the issue. They never like to see black people succeed, black people win. They can't stand that. They get highly jealous of that. Because let me tell you why they get jealous. They know the system that we live in, even in 2023. They know how they are given everything. And when I mean by everything, I mean chances. I don't mean just money because realistically, they're not making it either. They trust me. Oh, they're not making it. Don't you believe they got money like that? Cause they don't. Okay. But one thing they have on us is opportunities that we don't have. They can go into a bank, get a home loan or a business loan with not much of nothing. Just because he's a good guy, I believe he'll be okay. Or she's a good lady, I believe they'll be okay. You can have high credit score, money, and they'll still deny you. Well, I don't just trust them. That sort of thing. I tell people beyond with you, the only fair thing that we can get to, to do home loans and bank loans is really AI. Because at least AI, at least in, in its raw sense, wouldn't favor them. They just favor facts. That's it. Let's look at numbers and then do things based off of that. That's, that's why I'm a big person that embrace AI. The more and more I look at it, right? But they have opportunities that we don't have, but even though we don't have these opportunities, even though we are sabotaged and, and made less than, and they try to invalidate us when we go through all those obstacles, and we overcome them and we shine like gold. We sparkle like a diamond and we are successful. They look at us and say, okay, how in the hell they did it? How did he do that? How did she do that? Because we know we throw everything in the kitchen sink to them to sabotage them and they still figure out a way in the midst of racism, in the midst of police brutality, in the midst of, uh, of anti-black racism, in the midst of their Karens, in the midst of the hellions they created in our own community. Cause the hellions we have in our community was created by them. They wasn't created by us. You look at our community history. We never created the hellions. You want to talk about Pookie and Ray Ray and, 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 and the ratchets. That's a creation of white supremacy. It's not a creation of black people. You better know your history and, and know our people. And they did that through economics and removing the man out of the household. All that was done by design to hurt our family and our people. 
But you go, you, you, you establish yourself. You're not out there tricking off your money. When you do get it, you're not out there tricking it off. See, they love to see you get a little money, you trick it off. You're out there tricking it off with women. You're buying cars that you don't need, car brands, clothes you don't need. They love to see y'all them Gucci belts acting a fool. They love to see you spending thousands of dollars on clothes that have no value. They love that. But when they know that you're the kind of black person that's not going to be valuing a, uh, name brands, but you're going to take that money, you're going to create something. You're going to not only create something, you're going to create something that you could spread help within your own community. They don't like that. And they view that as dangerous because you actually one of the black people who actually are free in your mind to think and you think you're more community minded. Now, of course, are you perfect? No, it's flaws in all of us, right? I'm not perfect. I know y'all can find many flaws in me and I'm fine with that because the only one I look at is, is, is the Lord. That's it. The rest of you that, that look at my flaws and don't like me for whatever the reason, Kate, fine, go, go find people you like. One thing about as you age, you don't care about a whole lot of things you used to care about because you realize it doesn't make sense and it doesn't affect me sleeping at night. It doesn't affect what I eat. It doesn't affect nothing. <laughs> Your opinion. But on the Chicago trip, I got to notice a few things. I guess I just had, wasn't picking up on even brothers repicked on some things. So we went to Chicago and you know, so, okay. We, we was, uh, originally talking to brother Tyrone Muhammad and okay. We, we rented out a studio up there, um, to, to do the interviews, you know, shout out to, uh, you know, space studio out there. They, they was, uh, real, real cool. They did, did do some extra things in there for us. So shout out to y'all out there in Chicago. And, you know, we interviewed a few people and everything. And when we first get, came out there, you know, I got some tickets with Delta. Now, yeah, anybody know me, y'all know that I play the points game. I'm big about my different uh, tiers. You know, like I said, okay, I got my silver medallion status with Delta. I'm, I'm knocking on the door to get my gold, right? So I'm trying to get my stuff all the way up all over the place. You know, I'm like, okay, Marriott, about to get my platinum status. I'm looking at all different because you get a lot of perks by doing it, especially when you travel. But so I got some, I got two first class tickets for me and Brother Sharif for about like $640, right? with some points and stuff like that. Great deal. Great deal for two tickets. Well, anyway, fine. We, we, you know, it's not like first time I for, for first class. That's flew it multiple times. But as we sitting on the plane, we, we waiting, you know, cause they, they call first class people in silver medallion, all the different people first, you know, before general boarding. And it don't matter when you get on the plane cause Delta, you got to sign seating, but you know, you go up there when they call you up, and then, you know, you know, you feel like people just looking at you. So you didn't folks just be looking like that. Then you sitting on the plane and we were sitting, we were sitting like right in the front, like just right there. Like this is the first seat. That's the wall. And you know, I'm, I'm getting my, you know, get my phone together, got my headphones, everything. And then it is like, I mean, you see how they, they keep looking. And I looked up and, and they just, they just keep looking like this and look like black people sitting in first class. What the hell is going on? See that sort of thing. And I saw that going to Chicago. I saw that coming back to Chicago, me and brothers free having a conversation in the airport. We talking about business platform. We talking about just different things about filming, you know, camera equipment. We just, we discussing different things like that. 
all of them just ear hustling, right? Well, one of them just had to interject in our conversation. Oh, well, he had a camera with him too. I look and see, okay. He started talking about it. He shoots so many frames per second and he's innovated a, a, a camera uh, way to shoot. And, and he telling me this, I'm like, I don't know about no cameras. You got to talk to him. I ain't want to talk to him. I'm not even, I don't know him. And then he was kind of stinking on top of that. Like, dude, take a shower. So he's talking to brother three. I'm kind of quiet, not saying much at that point, you know, then, you know, the other guy across from him started talking to me about different things. Tell me he's a DOD contractor and all these. I'm like, I don't want to talk to nobody. I don't even know y'all like that. Why y'all just jumping in our conversation? I know some of the folks watching, they were just trying to be nice. I, I ain't asked, I ain't asked to talk to them. None of them. Then as we talking, uh, a young one, uh, 18 year old. She said she was 18 years old. Uh, Becky said, you do podcasting. You're like, I overheard you say that. And I'm just nosy. And it's like, like, uh, how do you do all that? And I'm like, y'all literally sitting up here hustling my our whole conversation. It's not that I was saying something they couldn't hear. No. Well, the fact that y'all listening to our whole conversation, you heard two intelligent black men having a conversation. We wasn't cussing every five minutes, right? We wasn't talking about nothing stupid about Cardi B or Megan the stallion or some idiotic crap. We actually talking about some, some business, right? When they hear you talking business, boy, they, boy, they ears perk up. Cause they say, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Who are these black men? Even at the hotel, I stayed at the, uh, the Gwen hotel, Chicago, you know about the Gwen. I stayed over there. Me and Sharif sitting down, you know, we eating the dessert, whatever, having a uh, conversation and everything. We had just kind of ate dinner. It was kind of like, I think the first day, um, no, I think it was the second day or so as we did all that filming and everything. And there's other ladies sitting up there just look, looking, ear hustling. I mean, she was looking at ear hustling so much. I'm like, I'll like, tell like lady, you want to come sit over here or something? Like, like they just like kept, I don't even notice that mess in Houston like that. And the, and the folks are around here, but dog, I don't know what kind of folks is going on up there in Chicago. I don't know y'all from Chicago. Y'all tell me, but I'm like, boy, these folks not used to black folks, uh, 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 discussing business and moving around in certain spaces. But let me tell you, you white supremacist something. Let me tell you something. In spite of all what you've done to us, in spite of all of it, a lot of us have kicked down your sabotage. We have broken your glass ceiling and we doing it every day. Brothers and sisters is, is, is going more to entrepreneurship. I did an interview with a sister out there that, that has her own shop. Uh, she done a lot of different celebrities and things like that with their hair. And I asked her a question about, you know, working for the folks versus herself. And she said, is more work working for yourself? She'd never go back work for the folks. Yes, because you would never be successful working for the folks. This is why I'm always a guy that preach to create our own and, it, and, and I know everybody don't create businesses. I get that, but create our own enough where we can grow it and always seek to grow it so we can hire people in our community, right? People want to trick off money, but, but, but I don't want to trick off money. I want to focus money on growing what we're doing. And the more we grow, I can take care of my team. And that's another thing, content creators, I'm going to tell you, especially you black ones, get you a team. 
Because some of you want to keep that money you got, that money going to go. And I'm going to tell you why that money going to go. Either the IRS going to take the money, nine times out of ten they will, or you're going to just trick it off. There's only so many clothes you can buy, only so many vacations you can buy, how many cars you can buy, whatever. But if you want to grow, get you a team. This is why you see so many black people eventually get some, get something good going and they phase out is because they never have a team behind them. And, and you put the team together. I'm not saying people come to you and they control, you know, you are in complete control. Like my situation, I definitely got my team and I get a lot of advice and great ideas and different things like that. But I make the final decision. Nobody's going to make a decision for me. If I don't want to do it, I'm not doing it. Because I understand my audience. I understand the platform. I understand the direction of where we're going. And it's always worked out that way. You always, you know, have a situation where you run it. But don't be so bullheaded when you can't listen to different ideas. You can't take criticism. Because everybody on my team can tell me something that maybe they disagree with. I'm not going to get mad at them. I'm not. Because I want them to, I'm not, I don't want everything just to be what I say, because maybe they have some ideas or maybe they could say, Hey, Phil, I don't think you need to say that or go that route. That's been told to me before. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Cause maybe I didn't see it that way, but they, they don't want that. They don't want us growing. They don't want us doubling ourselves in, in business. They don't want us hiring the community. Let me tell y'all something. It makes me feel good to say I have payroll. You know that I come from Port Arthur, Texas, when not too many people could say that, but I come from Port Arthur to today where I actually got payroll and I got payroll in, in, in more than one country. That, that is, that is a testament of trying to do something, but focusing on the community. So don't tell me you can't do anything. Focus on our community. You got to just know how to tell the colonizer not, you're not welcome here. You can go somewhere else. I don't care about you because I got millions upon billions of people that I have to focus on to get their stories out, to find who's the next generation of people who are going to carry the torch. Cause listen, I'm not gonna do this forever. I tell everybody that I rather help the next generation that come through us. And I rather fall back and just like I tell people all the time, my ultimate goal is to be like Nick Fury with the Avengers. Nick Fury is not fighting all the time, is he? No, he's making sure things go right. He's making the plans. He's doing everything. But at times Nick Fury had come out, right? But that's the ultimate goal. You do not want to be just doing it forever because if you can't grow it to the point where other people can, can do certain things and then you just like kind of manage, you're not doing anything. Look at these corporations, the CEO of these big corporations like Walmart, Target, look at Jeff Bezos, all them kind of guys like that. Do you think Jeff Bezos in those uh, freaking Amazon warehouses doing anything? No, because he was smart enough to grow Amazon where he have other people doing it. And Jeff Bezos go take a vacation. He can go to space. He can do anything else he want to do. That's a smart way to do it. And you provide a lot of jobs. I would love to provide the amount of jobs that Amazon provides to people. I would. Or Walmart provides to people, even though they're not the best jobs. But still, I would love to do a fraction of that. I would love my payroll to be a million dollars a month. I would love that. Oh, if I had that kind of payroll, oh Lord, we would be big at that point. <laughs> but that's what I, that's so don't let the folks 
pressure you to, to colonize your spaces and focus on winning, focus on winning. Winning is the best revenge against the white supremacists. Living good is the best revenge against the white supremacists. Flying first class, business class, when you get to the point you can afford it. That's not all. And, and listen, I don't do that mess all the time. I'm always, y'all see me, I'm always working. So I'm not on a plane all the time. But when it do happen, yeah, we're going we gonna, to, when it do happen, we're going to do it right, right? And I don't care about the white supremacists. You can roll your eyes, you can look. But I'm gonna be enjoying myself right there, and, say, and they gonna be saying, "Hey, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Scott, you need anything else?" Y yeah, I do. Yeah, give me some of them uh, the, them good uh, snacks you got over there. Them, them good healthy snacks you got. They got them good healthy snacks in first class, you know. So yeah, give me that. I don't care about no white supremacists, please. <laughs> you know that that may listen when the white supremacists rolling the eyes at you, brothers and sisters. You know you you doing doing right because they ain't rolling the eyes. When, when you're acting like Sukihana, they not rolling the eyes about that. They like that. You write what they want you, a degenerate. If you're out here harming your community, uh, uh, swindling your community, shooting people in your community, you write what they want you and you're cool. But when you're doing good for your community, when you can actually hire people, when you could uh, uh, help people grow, they don't like that. Because one thing they don't want is self-sufficiency in the black community because that spreads. And they need you to be dependent on them completely. But as we have turned over a new leaf and the 400 year curse is over on black people, those of you who understand the 400 year curse is over. This is why you are seeing the different uprisings starting to happen and, and, and different things. I had, trust me, you think our community is in a bad situation. It is, but trust me, there are more light down the line than what you think. Things are turning every single day in our favor and calamity is turning on the white supremacist and they know it. They don't know what to do with it. Look at the weather, look at the weather and what the weather is doing. The white supremacists can't control the weather. We are fine in a heat dome, but the white supremacist is having a problem with that. And it's going to continue to get hotter and hotter, colder and colder because God is doing some status correction on the earth. The people throughout the world is starting to turn against the white supremacists all in unison because justice has to happen for the evil they have done. So let's focus on building ourselves and having our own spaces. And, you know, uh, we grow to the point we can hire people in our community and pay them, you know, pay them good wages. Don't sit up there and have people working for you and not pay them. Some of you out there who's done that. Got people, got people out here working for you on thousands of dollars and then pay them nothing. And they get evicted out of their places and all kinds of other things. You wrong. Somebody should beat you to wet rope for that crap. Pay your people, right? Treat them better than any other, uh, uh, business that has been owned by the folks. That's what we are supposed to do in our, our community. 